Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. I can tell that your voice is tired. I can tell you're on penicillin. I am on penicillin. <laughs> Today, we're going to continue talking about writing, specifically the writing center. So, Mom, why do you have a writing center in your room? What is your purpose for it? I have a writing center because the writing center is a great space to have that encourages student independent writing. So I think everyone should have a writing center. And the first thing you need to do is you need to find the space for a writing center. And I started out pretty small. I started out with a bucket that I moved to a table during centers and called it the writing center. And I had everything portable. I had a portable word wall and portable everything. And that worked for me because that's how I began and that was the space I had. But as time went on, I moved my writing center into its own area and expanded, and my writing center has really grown and mushroomed to what it is today. That's probably a little easier to not have to have make everything portable all the time, too, isn't it? Yeah, I really like um, centers that are permanent. My old classroom was a little bit smaller, and so I did have to have more portable-type centers that I moved to areas. But after moving to my classroom that I spent an entire summer setting up and I set it up really slowly and I knew I really wanted it in center format with and I wanted to use all my experience I had to set up the classroom. I really um, think I could have set up my old classroom better had I had <laughs> the knowledge I had when I set up my new now one. Now that you've done it this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't have a permanent space for a writing center, start with a tub and you'll love it. You'll love what a writing center does. How did you make your word wall portable? Yeah. I made them in file folders. Oh. And so I just had a file folder with the word wall in it. It worked pretty great. And then you just had writing materials and Mm -hmm. other things in the bucket for them? Mm Mm-hmm. That sounds like it would work fine. Yeah, it does work. It does work. But the thing is, is it really is always kind of permanent preparation. Mm -hmm. And the way I have my writing center set up right now, I set it up weekly. So I'll set it up on Friday and it will be set up for the entire next week. And I really like that because it's a one-time setup. So what's set up in it right now at the beginning of the year? What does it look like? Well, I just changed it uh, on Friday to because I'm going to start an Apple theme for this week. But last week it was set up with all the back-to-school things. I I sell um, Writing Center products that have the anchor card and the activity to copy. And so that's what I had it set up. So what is your what is your goal for the students at the Writing Center right now at the beginning of the year? What does it look like when they go there? So I'll just describe the Apple Writing Center that Since I have that's up right what's now. that's there right now. <laughs> yeah. And so on Monday, so tomorrow, I have a, a Write the Room activity. So I have my little Apple alphabet hung up around the classroom and in the basket that's under the Monday. So 
I have, I'm trying to describe it <laughs> visually. So I have it on a bulletin board. I have a bulletin board right by the two tables that I have for the writing center. And in the bulletin board, I have at the top kindergartners write, and then I have a couple anchor charts that um, introduce it. And then I have my writing anchor cards in a line along that. And then under that, I have um, plastic sleeves stapled to the wall. I have five plastic sleeves and under the five plastic sleeves I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So I slide the anchor card into the plastic sleeve of Monday and then I have the the paper for Monday in the basket on the counter under the bulletin board. And how cool. did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard to describe visual things in an auditory too. way. So, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you a picture of it to put on the podcast. Um, Let's add a picture to the podcast description. Let's add a picture to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, to the description. Because it, you really do need to see it. Poor sick mommy making uh. Daughter, daughter making you do a podcast when you're sick. Oh my gosh, this is talking so great. Last week I didn't have a voice, and on Thursday when I had duty, three duties on Thursday, I really thought I was going to die. And if I didn't have <laughs> that substitute TA that we have for the first few weeks of school, I would have gone home in tears because mm. she could, she did the duties for me and actually fell asleep at my desk at lunch. <laughs> I was so sick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I had to hold the microphone right up to my mouth because I could only talk like you this. Were <laughs> so I had to hold the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hard day. So anyway, on Monday, um, I'll discuss the, should I discuss the Apple one or do you want me to discuss the back to school one? Uh, let's talk about the Apple one since... Right. That's what they're doing right now. All right, so tomorrow on the, in the Monday card, the in the plastic sleeve, I have an anchor card that says write the room, and it has instructions for writing the room in kindergarten format. And then in the basket under that anchor card, I have the paper that has a dotted letter written in each apple. Now, as the year goes on, I certainly take that support of dots away, but right now, that's what I'd say 99% of the kids need is um, opportunities to trace the letters. Mm -hmm. And so right next to the writing center, I have a big green bucket that says write the room, and in there are clipboards. So I have the kids, well, they, they will take a clipboard and put on their page, and then they will walk around the room and trace all of the letters they see. So that's Monday. So that's Monday. And what do they do on Tuesday? So on Tuesday, I have a labeling activity because the beginnings of writing are labeling parts and labeling things. And so I have a, a word wall that is hanging up of apples, apple words that are from the apple unit. And then I have a big picture of an apple that <laughs> has uh, three boxes. 
and I also have this for them to trace because it's the beginning of the year. And so I have apple, stem, and leaf are the three parts that they're going to label. Mm -hmm. And then up at the top of the page, I have the words apple, stem, and leaf. And then on the word wall, I have where they can find apple, stem, and leaf. Because I want them to get used to, even though it's there for them to trace, I want them to get used to that when they label the word, they cross it off up on the top. Because mm -hmm. a lot of our harder labeling ones along the year they won't have the support of the word wall they'll only have um, you know finding the word the goal of the writing center is to have them do all this independently right yes so how have you trained them to do all this independently uh, or are they not independent yet at this they're, point in the year? they're independent now because of the words to basically copy so when I'm introducing the, the writing center mm -hmm. at the beginning of centers, I just hold up the page and show them. Um, I point at the Tuesday anchor card and say, today we're going to label parts of an apple. And the anchor card really um, is similar to the work page, only it's colored and cute and mm -hmm. has I can stuff on it. Mm -hmm. And so then I will just hold up the page and show them, today you're going to label the parts apple, and then when you copy the word apple, you'll cross it out and you're going to do the word label. And I just keep using the word label, label leaf, cross it out and label the word stem, cross it out. So I spend like two minutes to just show them. And right now I have my groups mixed that I have um, too high, too low in every group. So the and higher kids can be models for the lower yeah, kids? Yeah, I found that at the beginning of the year, that's the perfect grouping because the low kids can learn from the high kids the whole time because they're mo pure models. Mm -hmm. And it also frees me up when I'm working at my table to work more on individual levels of students. So what's your Wednesday activity at the Writing Center for this one? All right, so Wednesday I have, now these are really simple because this is the beginning. The beginning. Mm -hmm. It's the beginning of the writing center. These definitely get more complex. And I love my writing center product. I really like these products because I've spent a lot of time developing them and I've made them to save me time and to have children become independent writers. And I think that's what all teachers want, time-saving things that, are actually good for kids. Mm -hmm. So on Wednesday, I have color three apples, and the little anchor card said, um, we can write color words. And so what they're going to do is, they're going to um, trace the word yellow, color the apple yellow, trace the word red, color apple red, trace the word green, and color word green, because the purpose of that worksheet that I will tell them is that our words and our pictures always need to match. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to write the word green, you have to color it green because mm -hmm. a story doesn't have a picture that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So that's Wednesdays. That ties into your guided reading a little bit then, huh? Yeah, yeah. So on Thursday, the activity for this week is making a list because that is another basic uh, writing activity that I want kids to build the skill in. Mm -hmm. 
And so this one, I actually do just have the boxes for them to write the word because I want them, um, the objective of this lesson is I want them to use the word wall to copy the words. And so I have like maybe 30 Apple words that are on this word wall that I have. And so I want them to um, learn how to take it off the word wall because it's on a magnet board. Mm-hmm. And to take the word off, trace the word, I mean, not trace, sorry, copy the word in a square on the list that they're making, and then how to return the word back. What's the and, story behind your magnetic word wall again? I can't remember, well, but do you have a cool magnetic word wall? Yeah, I do. It's just a big sheet of metal. And so Uncle Miles was a furnace man. Mm-hmm. And so he would make anything for my mom out of metal. And he made her a big metal board mm-hmm. that he folded the corners on. And so um, I saw a metal board in Teacher Deb's room. And it was just a smaller one, but it gave me the idea of... Uh, my uncle Miles and so I went to the local furnace store Mm -hmm. and had them make it so you can just tell them any size you want and so I drilled it on the back of a shelf but I have it up from the back of the shelf quite a ways so it's it makes a really good divider I think we should put a picture on we should put a picture (laughs) of it on yeah so go to if you want a metal anything metal in your classroom any kind of metal board you just go to your local heating store. You know, the people who install furnaces. Mm-hmm. Did, did, they, how, did they charge you? Yeah. How much they was charged it? Me. Oh, I'd say 20 bucks maybe. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah, and it's really nice. It is really nice. And I have one in my house, you know, in my kitchen. I know that one's nice too. <laughs> I know, I love it. I got that so I could put magnets of the states I visited, and I only have four left, so I need to go traveling (laughs) (laughs) because I want to put those magnets on. So you can have all your magnets on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the whole process I'm trying to do is train them for down the road. Mm -hmm. These writing centers develop in complexity and independence. And so I just have, at the beginning... The list is is four things. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that if they can get four things copied in centers, that that's going to be great. And by each of the four things, I have a box, so they'll draw the picture that matches that word. So if they choose the card off the word wall that says apple, they'll write apple and they'll draw an apple. And if mm-hmm. they choose the one that says leaf or applesauce or Whatever, whatever they choose, because it's open, they, but they have to copy four words. And that's Thursday, right? That's Thursday. Okay. And what's Friday? And then Friday, it, because it's our short day, it's our early release day, I always do Star of the Week, which is a modeled writing activity, mm-hmm. and I think we'll talk all about Star of the Week for a podcast, <laughs> because... I really like my Star of the Week program a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's in the Friday basket. So even though we do Friday whole group, they know that on their way to their chairs, they go get that paper from the basket That's because that's our writing for that day. And that way I just have it set up. And because I do Star of the Week all the time, 
I copy like 500 pages at a time. <laughs> that basket is stuffed. So that's the, the writing center that I have that I'm using more as a, um, more of a guided writing center, should we call it, because they have tasks that they need to do there. Sure, we can call it a guided writing center. <laughs> yeah. We could call it a I, scaffolded writing center. A, it's kind we of is a scaffolded. A we supported should. writing center. We should because... We could come up with some awesome names. <laughs> let's name it something really awesome. Because my art center, on my art center, I have a, a box that is for free time of writing mm -hmm. and it's a box of supplies so i have crayons and markers and stamps and rulers and paper punches and staples and all kinds of like bookmaking supplies and envelopes and i have a whole column of things along the side of my art center wall that is filled with art and writing supplies because for free choice I really like to combine the art and writing into one activity because mm -hmm. I found that they, the kids themselves naturally combine writing and art mm -hmm. for in free choice. So my art center during centers, I have activities that I want them to do mm -hmm. that are more scaffold art activities. And then during free choice, they combine the art and writing. And so I think that's really important to add the, a place where kids can write for fun. Mm -hmm. Now, during free choice, my kids do go to the writing center, and there's a basket of blank paper that I have um, on the table. They know where it is. And they can go to the writing center and write. And I found that maybe one or two will go there during free choice, but I will find that 101 will go to the art writing free choice area because they love making stuff. They love putting feathers on their writing and mm -hmm. <laughs> all that stuff that I have available for them. I love that you have free choice for your kids. I love free choice. <laughs> I love free choice. We should do a whole episode on free choice. We're coming up with lots of ideas for other episodes. So I'm wondering when you talk about your beginning of the year writing center activities, I'm wondering what the... Um, instruction is for students who finish their writing activity before you're ready for them to move on to something else? What's their instruction? Well, that's a great question because I, through trial and error, have learned many important things. My computer center is right next to it, and so I did try that after they were done writing, they could just go wait at the computer that center. That sounds like a bad idea. Whoa, that is just setting up life for failure, yeah, right? <laughs> that's a bad idea. I already see the problem with that idea. Yeah, everybody can see it. Why didn't I see that immediately? <laughs> Whoa. That, but I saw it the should first I day. Should I stay here and do my writing, or should I rush through it and play on a computer? <laughs> I know which one I pick. Yeah, so don't do that. <laughs> I've... You know, my centers are only 13 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And so very rarely do kids completely finish to the point that they start getting miserable. I've just told them that when they finish their front side, they turn it over and try to write a story about it. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what I have them do. Do you ever have kids who get frustrated because they didn't get to finish as much as they wanted to finish? Or do you let them... You said sometimes when you set up centers, you have the next one be something they can go to slowly if they need to, right? Yeah, and I really love doing that. The trouble with the writing center and my room arrangement is my right next to the writing center, right after the writing center, they go to the parent volunteer center. And so what I have them do, and I just train them right from the beginning, that if they're not finished, they put it in their cubby and... When we come back from recess, before at the beginning of free choice, they have the opportunity to finish it. Finish it. And the little Nelly news, mm-hmm. <laughs> the little, the little, what do I call them? I thought Lindsay you called Lose. them little Lindsays. <laughs> the little Lindsay Lou's, they will go over and finish them, but most everybody else after centers and recess, the they're li- like that. Ah. You could change it to the little E's. The little E's, yes. Because my little E would want to finish it. Yeah, and some kids do. They want to go over and finish that, and that's fun for them. And that's what free choice is for. It's for kids, as we'll talk about in the free choice <laughs> thing. So I'm not going to say it because <laughs> it's really profound. But anyway, I give them that opportunity. But really, I try to make the activities fit what will they'll be able to do in that amount of time Mm -hmm. now tomorrow I am going to have a problem because it's our first write the room and there's 26 letters and even though they're tracing them they're not going to get them all done that's a lot of letters to trace that's a lot of letters to trace at the beginning of the year and so what I'm going to tell them to do is I'm going to tell them I want you to see how many you can find before your center time is up. So I'm going to let them know right from the beginning that they're not going to be able to find them all. So I just want to set them a goal of see how many you can find. Yes, set up the expectation that this is not Mm -hmm. gonna be something that gets completed. Yeah. So your apples this week, so what's involved every week when you change from one, when you change the writing center and get it ready for the next week? What's involved in that? All right, so what I do is, because I teach thematically and I have my weeks planned for the entire year, Mm -hmm. I will just grab, on Friday, I will grab the packet in, I've got it really in cool binders, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're all in these little binder envelopes, and I will just grab the next one and take the apple down, clip it, put it in there, and grab the next one and set it up. And I do have to go copy, make the copies that go with it. But other than that, it's pretty fast. Everything's gets ready. It's one of my favorite centers to set up for the week because it doesn't take me yeah. long, and it's set up for the whole week. It's ready to go. It's nice <coughs> when things are just ready to go for the whole week. I love ready-to-go things. That's why I say ready-to-go so much because <laughs> I really want my life to be ready to, to be go. that. To be ready to go. I want to be able to go home at a reasonable time from school and have my classroom completely set up in a way that will really enhance student learning the next day. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to have to stay there until 8 and 9 at night to make that happen. So that's why most of my. Nobody wants to do that. No, nobody wants to do that. So that's why most of my products that I've made, I've made them in a way and I store them in a way 
that then I can easily clean it up and grab the next one, put it up. That's how I do my whole learning centers for my parents. I have a tower of drawers that I, um, on Monday, when the parents are finished on Monday, I take out the Monday activities, put them in the file cabinet, take out the next week's Mondays, and then put them in. So I'm preparing a week ahead for every parent as, as I go during the week. Just a tip for learning centers. Mm, just a tip to make <laughs> life easier. So it seems like the word wall is a pretty integral part of your writing center. So can you talk a little bit about how you set up your word wall? Sure. I actually have two word walls in my classroom. You have two word walls? I do. Because you're on just the that on top of things? Uh, no, because I have two purposes <laughs> for word walls. At the writing center, I have thematic words. So it's words that go with the unit. And then over by my table, behind me, are the sight word, word wall. So they can use the sight words for writing time and the thematic words for writing center mm -hmm. time? Yeah. So one thing I'll tell you about my sight word wall that's kind of interesting that I learned in a class from Dr. Pearson <laughs> a long time ago in the 90s. Is but that Dr. Still Pearson of the Pearson Education Company? No. Different Dr. Pearson? But I, I bet he wishes he was. <laughs> I don't know. He might be. He's He was a really big deal. Maybe At least he, he thought is. he was Maybe a big deal. Maybe he is Dr. Pearson of Pearson. Gosh, I'm going to Wikipedia him <laughs> and see if it is. Because it really might be. Because he was pretty famous. He had written books and stuff. Huh. Maybe did you never is. did you never made that connection before? I'd never made that connection, <laughs> but I'm going to look it up. One thing that he really taught us in that class because he was a really renowned reading expert and I was lucky enough to have a class from him. And he talked about how research had found that kids are more able to memorize words that are on red paper in or yellow paper with red font. Okay, I'm going to say that again because I might not have said it right. <laughs> so he said that kids more easily are able to memorize words if they're on red paper. No, oh, I say I did it again. They're more easily to memorize words if they are on yellow paper with red font. And so at my word wall, my sight word wall, all of my words are written on, on yellow paper. Yellow paper with red font. <laughs> and there's lots of studies that have been done on that. And it's kind of buried studies. I had somebody asked me, because on my word wall, I sell the product. I sell the black and white version too. But I also sell the yellow and red and, and make note that, you know, research says kids can do it. And so somebody actually called me on it and said, well, what research? <laughs> I'm like, okay. No, you got to find so, it. It took me a while to find it because, you know, the research was just in my brain because it is something that I'd gained, a knowledge that I'd gained and I'd used and I know could tell that it worked. From Dr. Pearson and of the Pearson, Dr. Pearson Company. The Pearson Education Company. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, I dug for quite a while and I did find the research behind it hmm. that is pretty buried. 
And now it really is linked to helping autism, hmm. autistic children or dyslexic children learn to read. They really talk about how you should have an overlay of yellow on top of their thing. Hmm. So anyway, it's pretty interesting. So I I will tell you people out there in podcast world <laughs> <laughs> that I have my word wall that I have that way, and then I also have my big jumbo whole group flashcards of sight words that are also on yellow paper with red lettering. And really, kids really do learn them quicker. So if your own students are having problem, your own children having problems with a spelling word, print it on yellow paper <laughs> with red letters and see if it makes a difference because it really does. That's interesting. Just an interesting fact So you've, from Dr. From Dr. Pearson. Pearson. So you've described what your writing center looks like right now at the beginning of the year. So how does it look, say, at the middle of the year and the end of the year? Well, actually, the writing center itself looks the very same mm -hmm. but the anchor cards and the activities develop in complexity so right now you know I told you everything has dotted words mm -hmm. and then I'll move away where they have to actually write the words and then I'll move away from labeling altogether and I'll move into things like how-to and mm -hmm. and story writing so it just gathers in complexity but I always have a write the room once a week because kids love like write the room one. So I have one of those for every theme, but they're different, you know, they're like right now they're going to trace some dotted letters, but, you know, it goes from everything from that to writing CBC words to sight words to. So, for example, what's, what's like a middle of the year activity that your kids might do? One in January would be Arctic animals, for example. And so whole group time before centers, I will do a web about maybe one of the animals and um, write the attributes of an animal. <coughs> and the labeling will, they will, I will move that chart that we create as a class and their labeling will then be, they'll have, uh, their sheet will look like a spider graph with like a, what animal did I say? I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> so, their sheet will look like it will have an arctic animal in the middle <laughs> and kind of a spider graph of maybe five or six, seven circles around. And so their labeling is then going to be more meaningful because they're going to label from the chart that we generated. So that will be one of the activities. And the anchor card will say, I can label, and it will still have that, and the worksheet um, I try to keep them the same, only growing in complexity. Mm -hmm. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? So they will still have a labeling activity, but their labeling activity has more sophistication to it as the year goes on. One thing that I, I like to do is like the, the write the room. Mm -hmm. I like to add a little bit of variety to it. So um, in January, I probably will be having them find the sight words that we have been introduced to. So. By January, I'd say maybe they've been introduced to eight sight words. Mm -hmm. And so I might have them um, hanging around the room, but I've printed them backwards. So they have to take a mirror around with them to look in the mirror to see That's what the cute. sight word says. And, you know, just little stuff to add a little bit of variety to mm -hmm. it. But the kids love the writing center, even though I try to keep it the same 
only more complex as the year goes on. They just love it. That's one of their favorite centers to go to. So I think it's time to wrap up. Okay, let's wrap up so you can get some rest and get better. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope this has given you some good ideas. All right, so happy writing, everyone. Happy writing. (laughs) Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?